You are listening to the audio portion of the QB Power Hour webinar series. The QB Power Hour is a free bi-weekly webinar series for accounting professionals presented by Michelle Long and Dan DeLong, who are very passionate about the industry, QuickBooks, and apps that integrate with QuickBooks. You can find out all the details about the webinar series at qbpowerhour.com. So without further ado, here's Michelle and Dan. So welcome to another QB Power Hour. Today we're going to be talking using Melio to send and receive payments. Um, and we finally have a Michelle with us. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I am a COVID survivor. <laughs> no, very bad. Good to be back and uh, very, very appreciative of you guys taking over and covering for me and helping out Linda and Matt. I know I really really appreciate that and everything and david thank you for being here today and sending me the swag to wear on our webinar today so i am very glad to be back i'm just going to be sitting in the back and turning off my video and let these guys take over but uh i do appreciate the thoughts and prayers from everyone i mean that really helped i literally was in bed with a fever and feeling awful for two solid weeks so thank you all i i did appreciate all the love on facebook so thank you everyone and we are so glad to see and hear you. <laughs> so, yeah, Michelle's going to be kind of in the background. She's still feeling a little bit of it. Uh, you know, don't want anything to kind of trigger off a cough or anything like that. So, <laughs> uh, so my name is Dan true. DeLong. Yep. <laughs> so my name is Dan DeLong, owner of Dan Witt, uh, formerly of Intuit, uh, technical editor. Just finished the sixth edition of QBO for Dummies. So uh, it's already outdated, but Hey, they gotta they gotta put books out every once in a while. <laughs> and uh, my new project is uh, chief content creator at schoolbookkeeping.com. And uh, joining us again, Linda, you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, Linda Artisani, Artisani Bookkeeping. I work primarily with attorneys and law firms, and um, do a lot of migration work as well. I'm also the co-founder, co-creator of QB Community Live. It's a Facebook group where we help uh, business owners and uh, accountants do bookkeeping and QuickBooks and business stuff. And I'm sure Matthew will expand on that. So I'll hand it over to him. <laughs> All right. And I'm Matthew Fulton with Parkway Business Solutions. And as Linda just said, the other co-creator of QB Community Live, uh, it, as she was saying, it's a group of accounts, bookkeepers, small business owners, all focused around the idea that together we all succeed. Awesome. And joining us today is uh, someone who needs no introduction, I think, in the accounting space, but he's going to introduce himself anyway. <laughs> David? Hello, everybody. Uh, I'm David Leary. I am the Director of Accounting and Bookkeeping Evangelism at Melio. Um, like Dan said, some of you may know me from my previous 21 years, almost 22 years at Intuit. You know, I, I started in QuickBooks DOS. I did every role. My whole life's been QuickBooks, ultimately. Um, way back in the, when I was just a little baby, I guess at some level, uh, and I spent really the last six years, you know, working with apps, all those apps, the T sheets and the hub docs and the receipt banks and all these apps you love and you use that out on the QuickBooks. I kind of spent my time bringing them into the world. Right. Uh, I co-host the cloud accounting podcast. I do a conference, the, the accounting salon conference, which obviously with COVID everything's kind of on hold with those types of events. Um, I did start my own company after I left into it. And that was kind of two major learnings for me. One was everything in my career before was in theory. When I did tech support, you're kind of just 
It's just numbers. And then when you're doing quality assurance, you're doing fake numbers. When I was helping apps build their integrations to QuickBooks, it was fake numbers. And so I set up my own company. I opened a bank account. First thing you do is you go buy some business cards or swag, right? So I got an invoice in the email. I forwarded the invoice to auto entry. Auto entry put it in my QuickBooks. The bank fee downloaded the transaction from my bank account and QuickBooks matched it all up. And I'm jumping up and down in my kitchen. I was just like, oh my God, all this stuff really works. Like, like, because I've been talking about it so much, but when you, it's your real data and it's really connecting. It's kind of a super, super, it was just profound for me to go through that experience, right? As a business owner. And then the next part of the eye-opening experience was I've started to have a zero tolerance for apps that mess up my QuickBooks. So now I can emphasize, emphasize, with all of you accounts and bookkeepers that way you get an app that messes up your client's QuickBooks data. Like I have zero tolerance for that. Now I used to just connect apps. They'd mess up my QuickBooks. Oh, well, it's just an app. It was a test, but now no tolerance. I can't do that anymore. Um, I was at auto entry. Um, auto entry got bought by Sage. I didn't leave into it. One huge company, get another job at another even bigger company. I went kind of back on the journey. And about the same time I was discovering Melio to use it with the podcast, Melio discovered me and I've joined the Familio at Melio. All my contact information is there. That is my cell phone number. Don't call it because I'm always doing webinars or something like this, but feel free to text me. Totally cool and wide open to do. Now, um, how does that work with uh, with you doing the podcast and and being at these apps? Do you, you find that that needs to be like, a, are, are you... Are you doing a, a, a balancing act between them or do they like, oh, this is this is great to have you on board? And, and you're well, so um, well. yeah, basically I am a million employee full time with a podcast side hustle. Maybe a way to think about that. Right. I mean, everybody tends to have a side hustle these days. Um, and then we try to like when, when Blake and I do the podcast, we really try to separate even when we take on sponsors like the news is news and sponsors are sponsors. We try not to let it. You know, in general, I feel like a lot of accounting media, there's a lot of paid articles, right? And so we try to like not, we just cover the news and it's separate from the sponsorship. And I, I try to make it very clear, right? I very, very clearly say like this episode sponsored by, and like, we don't, we don't gray that content uh, as much, but it's definitely a balance of the work involved for sure. Like how, you know, the, the podcast, um, Blake works for a startup giraffe, like we're both at startups. So, you know, getting the podcast is a labor of love, but we don't miss every week. And sometimes if we're late, like people call us out, you know, they're, where's the podcast? It's Tuesday. Yeah. Chop, chop. Yeah. I'm, I mistakenly uh, send out an email last week. And uh, so I got a few emails <laughs> like, what is the topic? What is like uh oh uh it's every other tuesday uh but if you if you tell zoom every week every week apparently they still send out the email whether or not you uh you actually are having a a webinar or not uh but the qb power hour is every other tuesday um we're obviously talking today with with david and melio uh our next one is marketing strategies for accountants um, and then we'll have a couple of holidays in there. So no, no webinar for the, for Thanksgiving, uh, or, or around Christmas time. Uh, but we are going to have one in there, uh, for preparing for year end. Uh, so of course we have the, the PDFs of the slides, uh, there's recordings on the YouTube, um, and the podcast as well. So our agenda today is, uh, we're just going to be talking about sending and receiving payments and the list of options that are out there for business owners. Um, and really what kind of concerns uh, those business owners have with sending and receiving monies, especially in, in the QBO space. 
Um, and then why no Melio? And then David's going to take us on a, a, a demo of, of what a Melio turbo is. Demo. Turbo, turbo. Turbo demo. <laughs> okay. And then we'll just have like a, a free form open Q and A with, with, with David. So, um, you know, when I talked with uh, David about what we were going to talk about, he was just like, I just want to come on and, and talk to you and Michelle and Matt and, and Linda, <laughs> just have a nice chat. You know, we can talk about other stuff, but we still want to focus on, <laughs> yeah. on Melio. Uh, so we'll launch the first poll today. Uh, so how connected are your clients? Um, and, and when you say connected, uh, we're, we're talking about how they connected are, are in QBO or just in, 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 in connected in general with other apps. Dave, what were you, what were you thinking? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How connected? I mean, are you, are most of your clients on QuickBooks Online? Are most of gotcha. them on desktop? We're kind of where you are, you're at in this journey. Gotcha. So if you're all using desktop or uh, all using QuickBooks Online or just what, what would you gauge uh, as far as the, uh, the usage of QuickBooks Online. Now, uh, hey, David, David mentioned, go ahead. Sorry, real quick. Notice how small the percentage of them or none are on desktop. <laughs> yeah. It, it, <laughs> just just I'm, giving you a hard time. But yeah, there yeah. are yeah. desktop apps yes. that connect to desktop. So, I mean, just yeah. think of QBox. But we're also thinking that, um, you know, probably those folks that are, saw the topic today knew <laughs> that that QuickBooks online is is going to be the focus so may may have swayed away some of our only desktop listeners ah, <laughs> but we did have a question though um some it does can you do um anything with milio and and desktop or is it all solely in the online space so right now we only sync with QuickBooks online but you can use it with any accounting system so it, instead of going to a bank website to pay a bill, you could just go pay the bill with Melio and then you'll see it come down in your bank feed and then match to the bill. So, but it's less work and easier to use than using the bank website, right? So we'll gotcha. get into some of that, but yeah, you can use it. It just does not have an integration at this time. All right, gotcha. So we're sharing the results. About 75 to 90% is the, is the top winner here of the of this poll here. So. 24%. Uh, so that's good to know. All right. So <clears throat> when we talk about sending and receiving, um, there's just lots of app, uh, app options, options that are out there. You know, options too, that works. <laughs> hey, we could uh, get a new trademark at it. <laughs> um, so there's lots of options. There's PayPal, Cash App, Venmo. Uh, there's native banking options and, of course, QuickBooks payments to, to, for sending and, and receiving money. Um, and then, of course, third-party apps. Uh, so a lot of, I mean, I see this a lot on, on Facebook, uh, especially people that are just starting out. You know, can I just Venmo you the money, right? Like uh, the customer says, hey, can I just Venmo you? And they just, they say that. So, Matt, your, your, your head was exploding there. <laughs> what are your thoughts about um about, it's just about so tough as accounts. As accounts, it's tough for us to get that information, right? So, like, um, it's great for people to do person to person and that type of stuff. But Personally. as you're about to get to go into, like that that design for business and the ability to actually get the accounting data we need is is very difficult and time intensive. Yeah, especially like things like PayPal, where they link it to uh, a bank account and then there's this hold. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> this fake money that's holding in and then it's uh, authorized and does that actually come in and, and accounting for that? Yeah, it's easy and convenient to use, but it's not easy and convenient to track. Um, and it's really not designed for business. I, I, I posted a link here for, uh, for Venmo that talks about using Venmo for products, buying products and services. And that's actually against their, their uh, usage agreement. Oh, right. Wow. So um, you should not be using Venmo as, you know, to pay, you know, accepting okay. Venmo as, as a, as a, as a way of, of receiving funds. Um, Cause it's designed for person to person. It's, you know, it's designed for a, we're at the, the, we're, we're at dinner and how do we split the check? I don't have cash. You know, that's, that's just an easy way to do that. Uh, and of course then, you know, the reconciliation nightmare that happens when you're, when you're trying to link that to your, to your QuickBooks. So another option is okay, well, I'll just schedule it from the bank. So we've got Zelle and um, you know, bill pay options at, at the bank side of things. Well, Banks typically don't do things for free. <laughs> uh, so there's there's potentially some banking fees that are associated with that. And then you don't have a, a real native connection uh, uh, to, to QuickBooks in, in general. And then there's third party concerns. Uh, we're okay, like, okay, we can't do it the easy way. We, we can't do it the bank way. What there's There's gotta be a solution in between. Then there's a concern of, you know, cost and security and how does it actually uh, integrate? So like what David was saying about the difference between how it actually, you know, quote unquote, integrates between QuickBooks Online versus desktop. And then you have, you know, the security concerns again, uh, you know, do I have access to this as an accountant or, um, you know, where, wherein is that, is that, because uh, we're dealing with money moving, you know, and that's a really big concern uh, for, for businesses and, uh, you know, the financial institutions in, in general. Um, and I, you know, remember from my support days that, you know, the bank feeds were awesome in, in QuickBooks Online. However, the, it, QuickBooks really can't dictate reality, you know, can't really send things out uh, and, and paying your bills was, was one of those things. Uh, so, I'm going to go on to the second poll, which is what are some of your clients? Uh, how are they uh, paying your bill, paying their bills? I'll go ahead and launch that. And based uh, on the comments I've seen come through the chat, a lot of people have clients using Venmo. <laughs> through in the chat we, we struck a nerve. <laughs> and this has really shifted in general, I think, with the, the pandemic, right? Where people you know, now bookkeepers are working at home, businesses are at home, and then they take the paper checks home, they don't work in their printer at home, or they print the checks and then discover, oh, a senior manager, a VP somewhere else has to come to my house now to sign them. So there's been a lot of like, hassles with paper checks. Um, I have a friend that uh, lives in New York City and their office, the office is in New Jersey. And he'd once a week have to go out of New Jersey so they could cut about 48 checks a week, right? <laughs> just one day a week just to go, right? Because they were dependent on paper checks still. It's hard to break people of that habit too. A lot of times you work with firms, I work with the lawyers and they like they have these ways, we've done this for 30 years, like time to move on, <laughs> time to be a little bit more secure. And then you'd have the conversation, well, it can't be secure if I'm doing it over the internet. And I'm like, I got your routing number right here on your check. 
So it's, <laughs> we have your account number and your routing number if you give me a paper check. So it's, you have to have that dialogue too with a client to help them understand. But when they see how easy it is, I mean, I'm excited to see how easy this is to use because I've not checked the box yet to start having that in any client files yet. Okay. So it looks like paper checks is still winning by a large margin still. And then yeah. followed closely behind bank websites. So Linda, I like your analogy about 30 years. 30 years ago, I was riding a bicycle everywhere. Am I still doing it today? <laughs> Not hitting a cyclist. It's all good. One of, the things, one of the things that I might add is one of the reasons our clients continue to use paper checks is because we put up with it. We need to start mm. telling people, if you insist on using paper checks, it's going to cost you $300 a month more or however much a month more because that's not start part of our normal process anymore. This is like historical. And if you want to do it that way, okay, but it's going to cost you more. And once they start paying for it, a lot of them might be changing their mind. Yeah. And right now dedicated accounts payable app is the one of the lowest responses on this survey. Like the vast majority of your clients are not using apps to help them be efficient in this process. Ultimately. I love that idea, Michelle. That's how I got everybody off a desktop and into online. I gave them a better deal on online in the, in the exactly. beginning yeah. to get them all off. And then boom. Yep. That's how I worked. <laughs> if they insist on it, make them pay for Charge it. Them, right. Charge <laughs> them more. <laughs> that's right. All right. So we will now hand it over to David. Oh, so I'm going to share, right? And he's going to, yep, you should be able to share. Mm -hmm. Yes. It'll stop other people sharing. Square share screen two. Share. Hopefully you guys are seeing this now. Yes, we are. All right, perfect. Got it. So like we talked about before, oops, it's not clicking. One second. Try one more time. All right. So like we talked about before, um, I'm trying to do a turbo demo here to leave plenty of time for Q&A and discussion. So I've crossed some things we're not going to do. Um, I'm going to kind of not talk a little bit about Melio, a little bit less of that. We won't do the tour. Um, I'm going to quickly show our dashboard. I'm going to show paying bills two ways. One paying th through Melio, another way paying directly inside of QuickBooks Online. And then also how to pay bills via credit card, which is very unique to Melio. And we'll go into that a little bit. And then some things like approvals, um, inviting users. We could talk about that stuff in the Q&A, but I'm not covering that today. And I'm not going to really cover the accounts receivable side, but Melio does also have accounts receivable functionality. So you could have businesses pay you. So all your business clients can pay you through Melio if you wanted to. So, but we won't, we won't deep dive on that today. We'll try to keep it nice and tight and quick here. So I'm going to hit next and we can skip this slide because we already talked about this. And I just want to talk about, so we finally have it, Melio, we have an accounts team. So I joined Melio um, in February, like literally when COVID started. And at that time, about a couple of weeks later, Aaron joined. So it's been essentially Aaron and myself really like building out the accountants team, getting us through the accountants beta, getting the features out the door so accountants can start using them. And since then we started to hire a team. So we have a dedicated sales and support team. And on day one, I made them all go get QuickBooks certified. So if you notice, they all have the little QuickBooks logo because I mean, if you're gonna to talk to accountants, you need to know QuickBooks. And I also know how certifications work, right? If you don't do it on the first day, you know, it'll, a decade will go by. This is why I don't have a certification, right? You get too busy, you never do it. You would say you're going to do it, you never do it. Even though I think I may have written some of the test questions, possibly taken in that process, but I'm not certified because if you don't do it the very first day when you have time to do it, it just falls off your radar. So, but I am really proud that I have a team that took the time to really be trained in QuickBooks and understand QuickBooks. 
and they offer, so we have dedicated support. So inside the product, if you're an accountant, we'll recognize that and we take your chat and it goes directly to that team. We have an inbound email address, accountants at meliopayments.com. And we have a landing page for accountants, which would kind of be the home of accountants at Melio. So it's melio.com slash accountants. So we have you know, the support structure set up for all of you now. So what is Melio? On the surface, it's just super crazy, easy to use B2B payments and receivables. And so when I say easy to use, we, some of those products we talked about, Venmo, PayPal, Zelle, those things are really easy to use. And that's why people use them, right, fundamentally. And our founders, in fact, were at PayPal when PayPal bought, bought Venmo, and they managed some of the engineering teams of those peer-to-peer payments. And so Melio was founded under the premise of like, why can't small businesses do the same thing? Why can't small businesses just pay each other very easily? And so there's two tenants of Venmo that you'll see kind of carry through to Melio. One is it's beautiful, super easy to use. You can put your clients in it. It's not intimidating, right? Venmo, same thing, super easy to use. Anybody can use it. And then the second tenant is people can get paid the way they want to pay. And then people getting paid can get paid the way they want to receive the money. So if I'm going to go out to dinner with you, Matthew, and I owe you money and I'm going to pay you through Venmo, Venmo, you don't care if I paid it through my credit card, connected to my bank account, used my existing balance that I may have already had in Venmo. You just don't care. And I don't care what you do with the money once I transfer it to you, if you want to put it in your bank account or if you want to leave it in your Venmo. So it's that crisscross. So the same that that tenant has carried through to Melio. I can choose to pay a bill however I want. And my vendor can choose to get an ACH or a paper check. They can choose how they want to be paid. So that tenant of Venmo exists, but it's for small businesses, right? It's specifically built and designed for small businesses. So ultimately, who is Melio for? So if you think about a sliding scale, we got free and easy over here. And I put issue, and you'll see why in a minute. And the expensive and complex over here on the other side. So free and easy-ish, you got, yes, paper checks handwriting checks, using the bank website. We could lump Venmos and PayPals and things like that over here on the left. They all have their own headaches involved, right? They're not really free. The bank website, you're doing double data entry. You can't invite users. Maybe on the bank website, you as the accountant now have to have their usernames and passwords that maybe you don't want to have. So there's a headache on that side. And then the other side, you have expensive and complex, right? So you have expensive, complex AP enterprise level software where you need an approver, then Michelle has to approve it, then Matthew has to approve it, then Linda has to approve it, and then Dan approves it. Then we need to get the CEO to approve it, all to get a bill payment out the door. And usually these, these packages are just too complicated and it's hard to put a small business client in there. And the reality is probably most are over here on the left. 90% of small businesses, especially in the QuickBooks world, are over here on the left. They don't need what's on the right. And um, a guided pro advisor actually mentioned this to me. She said, the, the right is kind of like smashing an ant with a sledgehammer for most small businesses. You just, you can't justify it, right? So just quickly, Dan, if you could bring up the next survey question, I want to find out from all of you, what percentage of your clients fall over here on the left versus how many fall on the right? So 70, 70 you know, first option, 70% free and easy, 30% expensive and complex and then everything else is the same follows along there yeah. free and easy is a larger number expensive complex on the on the left um, so i made couple- my slide at 90 percent because it fits nicely but i've always felt like it should be <laughs> wit, like 96 97 percent 
So, David, is this available in Canada? Not in Canada. Let's, uh, I don't want to like, jinx anything, but yeah, we're very or aware what, of the need there. Or what about any other international payments receiving or making? Uh, we will be uh, for paying bills internationally. That's coming down the pipe soon. So hopefully by the first of the year, maybe we'll see that. What about government agencies? Are you able to pay government agencies? You mean like your payroll tax deposits, things like that? Sales tax deposits? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. And you can attach the little vouchers. You can scan the voucher in and attach that through. Yeah. Thank you. So you're almost right. Cause the second <laughs> leading the, uh, you know, the options here, people uh, responding 97%, 3% complex is, uh, is, is a close second. Yeah. And then, and and David, if I remember right, we talked about an approval process with Melia. Are you going to mention that a little bit later? We will talk about that a little. Yes, we can definitely okay. the approval process for sure. Gotcha. Getting a lot of questions. So um, you know, hopefully, hopefully I get a lot of things clarified through these next couple slides. And then we'll totally, as, much, as long as we have to go for questions, I'm, I'm happy to stick around. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I'm going to share the results. So yes, yeah, 34%. 70 30 but then right behind at 27 percent, it's 97 3 so it's it's either real <laughs> real low or real high yeah so either you're over here on the right where you're taking on a lot of enterprise level customers right so your ratio or you're if you're doing kind of a general bell curve you're kind of over here most of your clients are on the left right it depends on the situation and so i have to close this right perfect got it and so Come on, click. Here we go. And so what's happened is there's a gap that's in the market, right? You either have to make a decision with your client. You either tell them to go use the bank website and struggle, or you say, spend 40 bucks per user to you, you know, and put them on expensive and complex software that maybe was overkill for them. There's been nothing in the middle. And in fact, like I remember the very first QuickBooks Connect, I pushed on the Jamie's at HubDoc to build something that's just slightly better than the bank websites. And they did, there's a video of it. They actually built it at QuickBooks Connected. You know, obviously they had to run HubDoc and do everything else. They never follow up on it. But so I've been on this like hunt or always felt like there's room for something here in the middle. And that's where Melio Payments is going to come in. It's going to be your product to cover most of your client base. You have no, there's no more reason with Melio because it's free to put your clients on paper checks, to put your clients on a bank website, to have them invent ways using Zelle and other forms, right? That are not set up for small businesses. Sure, you're always gonna have some clients that need super complex situations. Yes, put them on the expensive and complex software, but for the vast majority of your client base, Melio is gonna be your solution. And so quickly how it works, you're gonna add a bill. The best way is to just put the bill into QuickBooks, right? Then you can pay a bill with the credit card or ACH transfer, you pick how you wanna pay. Then the vendor, they get to pick how they wanna be paid. And so that's where that crisscross comes in. So it's add a bill, pay a bill, vendor picks how they wanna be paid. Um, I'm gonna to jump to this pricing slide way early because people always are very skeptical about this and they ask all the time. So just to clarify, there's no signup fee, no subscription fee, no charge to mail checks, bank transfers, no charge, inviting as many as you, users as you need to. There's no charge. Receiving payments is no charge. The only thing there's a fee for right now is if you pay a credit card, pay by a credit card, there is a 2.9% fee for that. 
Um, we could have other charges in the future, for example, maybe for instant deposits, you know, some of the things like that. And this is where, if, if you think about Venmo, right? Venmo, the basic money to money transfer between two people is free. But if you ever, if you want to do anything special, there's a fee for that. Kind of the same thing in Melio, the basic money movement between two small businesses will be free, right? But if there's anything special you want to do, then there's going to possibly be a fee for that. Just uh, real quick before you move on to the next slide, David, uh, a lot of people are asking questions in the chat. If you could retype them in the Q and A, that way we make sure we get those get those answered. Because sometimes the chat just ends up uh, feeding, you know, on, and we and we don't know if they actually get uh, 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 answered or addressed. So we can do that in the Q and A. So if you asked a question in the chat, go ahead and ask it again in the Q and A, so we make sure that we get it addressed. Please. That makes sense. All right, so accountants dashboard. So we this is one of the major things we release just for accountants. The, so the first time you use Melio, you'll add your firm and you'll get an accountants dashboard. And then we have a button that says add new client. I'm just gonna, for the sake of quick turbo demo here, I'm just gonna show what that feels like. You're gonna click the button that says add new client. You'll add your small business client's name. You'll add their email address and then you connect it to QuickBooks. Pretty straightforward workflow. Once it's connected, your clients will appear on the dashboard. And on the dashboard, you can quickly navigate between your clients. You can uh, quickly see um, a status of how many bills they have to pay, how many are pending, if anything has failed, how many they have scheduled, right? You can see this all on one dashboard. The way to think about this model, it's similar to QuickBooks. Your client can invite you as the accountant, or you can add your client and then invite your client, right? It's a very similar model. Um, there's kind of a master admin, and then you're the accountant right, or vice versa, depending on your relationship with your client. So paying a bill. So first I said, uh, let's show what it's like to pay a bill using Melio. Then we'll show how to pay a bill using QuickBooks. So here's my Melio, it's empty. I have nothing in it, but it's connected to my QuickBooks. So I'm gonna take a moment, open up QuickBooks. I'm gonna type in a bill. This bill, it's put in for $232.50. I'm gonna hit save and close. It's going to take a moment. We're going to go back over to Melio. And because it's synced, it's now showing up here in my inbox as a bill I need to pay. So it's in the inbox. I'm going to choose schedule this bill payment so I can pay it here at the top. And then I'm going to give it some options here. So I'm going to choose the bank account I want to pay it from. So I'm going to choose that bank account. I'm going to choose the day I want it deducted from my bank account. So I'm going to choose that day. And I'm going to hit continue. And I'm just going to put a quick little memo admin work and I'm gonna hit continue and I get a confirmation screen. And the confirmation screen basically shows me all the choices I've made this far. I have my amount, I have who I'm paying, that's coming from my checking account, when it's gonna be deducted. Uh, at this time, when I was paying this vendor, she was still getting a paper check, she wasn't ACH, so that's very clear there. And then the transaction fee, because I'm paying ACH and she's getting a paper check, there's no transaction fee, it's zero. So I'm gonna hit confirm and schedule payment. It's just giving me one last confirmation. I say done. And now this payment has moved from the inbox being a bill to being scheduled. So it's not, it hasn't left my bank account yet. It's just scheduled. So this would be like you hand wrote the check to pay the bill. You signed it. It's sitting on the desk, but you haven't put in the envelope to mail it yet. Right. It's just scheduled to go out the door. Right? So it's currently scheduled. And then in QuickBooks, what happened was we sent a bill payment back over to QuickBooks. So we have a bill payment for $232.50, and it's connected to the bill. And if I click the bill, the bill is now marked as paid. And just so you can see the register. So there was a bill right here. That was the original bill for $232.50. 
And then I paid the bill up here and Melio sent the bill payment check over to QuickBooks for $232.50. So created the bill in QuickBooks, paid the bill in Melio. And along the way, you're going to get payment notifications. It says, hey, David Leary scheduled this bill payment. Hey, um, now we've processed it. So this says, hey, the payment's been processed. So now it's been pulled out of my bank account, right? It's been processed. And this is where that bill payment will move. So it was a bill was in, in box. When it was scheduled, it was in scheduled. And now that it's been paid, it's been moved over to the paid column. And you can see that it's been payment scheduled by and shows that it's been paid and shows that it was processed when before it didn't say processed before it said it when it was pending. And eventually you'll get notified when they actually deposit the check. So you have the whole process along the way. So now let's talk QuickBooks bill pay powered by Melio, which is a mouthful to say. It's a very long title. Right? So in all of you now in your client's files should be seeing this button, save and schedule payment. This is fully rolled out now to the entire QuickBooks space. If you're not seeing it, you can always reach out to our support team. We can help you figure out why and get that straightened out. So for this demo, we're going to create a bill and pay a bill inside of QuickBooks and never leave QuickBooks. Whoops, I clicked too fast. There we go. So let's put a bill in for $142.50 and we're going to hit this new button, save and schedule payment. And that essentially is Melio inside of QuickBooks. When you see that schedule payment button, that is Melio. So I'm going to hit that button and it's going to take a moment to load up bill pay. And then it asks me how I want to pay. So I'm going to pick my bank account. It's going to ask me the day I want it taken out of my bank. I'm going to pick that day. I'm going to hit continue. I'm going to put in a memo. I'm going to hit continue and I got a review and confirmation screen. And again, just like before, it's the amount who I'm paying, when it's going to be deducted, that time as a paper check. And again, no transaction fee because I paid through an ACH and it's going to a paper check. There's no fees involved in this transaction. I'm going to hit confirm and schedule payment. And now this bill has been marked paid in QuickBooks. I never left QuickBooks to pay this bill. And let's just peek at Melio. So now in Melio, I have a bill that's a bill payment that's scheduled for $142.50. So I did everything in QuickBooks, but it still showed up in Melio. And again, you'll get the notifications along the way that it's been deposited, et cetera. So, so did you notice that these two screens were the same? One was green, one was purple. These two screens are the same. One is green, one is purple. These two screens are the same. The confirmation screen's the same. So essentially what we have is we have Melio payments and we have QuickBooks bill pay powered by Melio. And because it's a mouthful, usually with accountants and bookkeepers, so we're very clear of what we're talking about. I just say purple Melio and green Melio. Makes it very, very easy to have a conversation about this. And the way you wanna think about this, cause this is different than how other apps have integrated with QuickBooks as deeply as we have in the past. Um, it's the same app, so it's the same train tracks. The money movement's the same. As you saw, when I paid the one in QuickBooks, it showed up in Melio, right? When I was in Purple Melio, I created the payment, it showed up in QuickBooks. So doesn't matter where you do the work from, the transaction will be in both spots. Now, it's the same train tracks moving the money at the basic level, but the train cars on those train tracks are slightly different because there are two different products. So for example, in QuickBooks, you can pay multiple bills at once. That train car is in Green Melio, but that train car is not in Purple Melio. But in Purple Melio, you can do approvals. You can do accounts receivable. Uh, you have a client's dashboard. You can add clients to your dashboard. So there's some train cars in Purple Melio that are not in Green Melio. Now, some train cars will move. 
and be in both. An example of this is in Purple Melio, when you pay a vendor the first time, it'll, you get to send them an email asking them if they wanna get a paper check or if they wanna get an ACH and they can self onboard their ACH info. That is not in QuickBooks yet. It actually, I don't want to say yet, it might actually be there as of this week. So it's very soon, but that's an example of a train car that was in purple. That's now going to be in green. The trains will never be the same, but the train tracks fundamentally are the exact identical product. So now what's nice about this is you can do what you need to do. I sometimes just dance between the two, whatever, whatever's convenience for me, but like with your clients, you might have a client where they have an in-house AP clerk. They don't need approvals. You get them set up, set up the pipes, you set them up on QuickBooks and they do everything in QuickBooks. You might have a, an account, uh, a client that needs to do approvals. You'll set that up, you'll pay them out of purple and then they'll do the approvals in purple Melio. So they're two different products, but not really, it's exact same product, fundamentally the train tracks. And so I do like to kind of pause here for a second any, because this is a different concept. So Dan, Linda, Michelle, Matt, if you guys yes. have any questions or thoughts or <laughs> comprehensions on this. <clears throat> Yeah, Brent just uh, put in the chat. David, you just blew my mind. <laughs> <laughs> there, so actually, Hector even asked a question. Um, how does the green version of this compare to other um, payment solutions inside of uh, QuickBooks? So like I said, it's the same train tracks, same product, right? So you, as a counter bookkeeper, like I talked about that dashboard before, all your clients will be on that dashboard. But other products that have been integrated this deep they were, it was two products. You'd have some of your clients on their main product and some of their clients on a, the QuickBooks product. And now you've got to manage people in two different products. Like this is fundamentally the same product. One I think the, um, purple. I think, I think the biggest um, mind blowing piece of this is, is something that Danny just said here. How does Melio make money? So how does Melio make money? <laughs> if everything is free, how do you, how does it, how do they possibly make money? <laughs> So the, the main, uh, pay, if you pay by a credit card, right? We talked about that. Um, and we'll get into paying by a credit card a little bit more. It's the very next slide. It's a nice transition. Um, people, uh, they said, we might charge for special things. Like if you want an instant payment delivered, you know, maybe we'll have a charge. Maybe you need a paper check hand delivered by a limousine. Maybe there's a charge for that. <laughs> like the, the basic payment will be free, Right. Payment to payment, ACH or paper check is free, but anything that's special, maybe there's fees for that, right? That's kind of the way to think about it. So, so David, if you had a nonprofit that requires two people to sign it or approve it, that approval process might have a fee. So as of right now, we do do approvals, but we don't do a, a complicated two-layer approval, right? Um, and so the way to think about approvals in Melio, it's going to be going back to the old paper check days. You as the account or bookkeeper would handwrite all the checks. And then on Friday, the business owner would sit down, sign the checks that they want to pay. And then the checks they didn't sign didn't get paid. That was essentially an approval process. Melio works the same way. You schedule all the payments and then the business owner goes in and approves the one they want to pay. So that way you aren't the one making the final decision on the money leaving the bank account the business owner is, but it's just one layer of approval. It's just good enough. We're catching the 99% of the QuickBooks base, not those people that have complicated, you know, they need a board of directors or double signatures on each check. We're just not the right fit for that. It doesn't mean we won't do gotcha. that eventually in the future, but there's that fine line of how do you keep something easy for your clients and right. not make it complicated, right? And so that's that we have just good enough approvals, which is probably good enough for 90% of all QuickBooks users. 
frankly. Since you can schedule payments, I assume that means you can set up recurring payments as well. People have been asking that. Yeah, you can set up recurring payments. Um, Intuit just recently added a recurring payments API. And so we're not taking advantage of that yet. So my recommendation, it's usually easiest to create your recurring bill in QuickBooks because you have a lot more controls there. Give it exactly how you want it. And then that bill, every time QuickBooks creates it, it'll just show up in Melio and you just pay it. That's a good and that, point. And that what you just said there just speaks to the the value you bring to Melio. Yeah. Um, just because you understand the the inner workings of QuickBooks, not just how your solution helps. Can you pay a partial um, bill? Like somebody owes you owe a hundred dollars and you want to pay fifty? Uh, we do not handle partial payments, frankly. So there's um, a couple of things in Melio. So Melio, when it was created. The founders talked to lots of small business owners, right? And so we kind of built the perfect product for small business owners, but maybe they didn't talk to enough accountants. So there's a lot of things that I care about that all of you care about that Melio doesn't do yet. And that's my job at Melio is to evangelize how what accountants and bookkeepers need and get that added to the product. Well, partial payments apparently is something that doesn't exist. Now, Melio, the team, the development team is based in uh, Israel. So, and apparently I didn't know this in Israel, small business owners, there's no such thing as like a partial payment. I guess my understanding is you either don't pay at all, or you just like two years later, you eventually pay and everybody's, it's just kind of the norm. But like here in the States, you might, if you're a restaurant, you're going to pay some of your bill because you need the vendor to keep delivering you food. Right. And so it's, I think this is, um, these are one of those things that, yes, we need to add partial payments in. We just don't do it right now. What about on the flip side? So if you've got a vendor that has multiple bills, is it going to create an individual payment for each bill or will it combine them together for a single payment? We send a separate check or separate ACH for each bill payment. And, mm-hmm. I, and I have mixed feelings on this. I think from the person paying, it's better. It reckon you get nice bank feed matches. Everything matches up one to one. Melio doesn't use a wash account or anything like that. It's 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 a one to one perfect payment matching reconciliation situation. But if you're on the other side, if you're getting paper checks delivered, and now you got eight paper checks, you got to take eight photos of and make eight separate deposits. That's a little annoying on that side. So I have mixed feelings on it. I mean, in general, if everybody has ACH, it shouldn't matter. They keep it clean. <laughs> if both sides have ACH, that's the best scenario because then yeah, they get a- perfectly matching receipt of payments that match up to open invoices and they're making you. Know, so in theory, it eventually probably will have an option to group them as one check. As of right now, we just don't. So there, there's a battle well, there's- over that concept between Brent and Greg and other people. Of that's a lot of uh, that's a lot of <laughs> transactions versus serves them right, no paper checks. But um, <laughs> I agree. I mean, it's actually come on with bank rules that kind of stuff or matching anyways. Yeah, it's no extra work. Well, let definitely- us know if let us know if this is something you're going to talk about. Um, but it, the, there's a lot of questions about the actual timeline of money movement. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can get uh, like- that a little bit. Um, in a moment. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So to flag that one down and we'll, we'll talk about that towards. <laughs> okay. The end. Yeah. So I do want to cover paying by credit card because this is the one thing that makes Melio really unique and to some extent enables the rest of the features to be free. Right. So paying by a credit card, I think there's three major use cases here for your clients. One is you have those people that just want the points, right? Uh, you know, people want to fly first class on Delta. Um, I know I talked to an accountant that was in Miami that had a client, they just want the American Express black card and they'll do everything they have to do to get it. Right? So people love the points. 
The second use case is really paying non-traditional items. So you cannot pay your rent through a credit card. The landlord's just not gonna let you pay your office space rent through a credit card. But with Melio, you could pay your rent with a credit card. Melio will cut them a check or do an ACH, right? So you can pay non-traditional things. The third use case, which I think is actually the most important, which it allows you to set your own terms, the vendor that won't give you terms. An example of this would be COVID. I'm a fine dining restaurant, COVID hit, I had to become a takeout restaurant. I don't have plastic forks. I don't have foam boxes. I had to go buy that stuff from my restaurant vendor. Well, if I go to the restaurant vendor because it's COVID times and I'm a restaurant, the restaurant vendor is not giving me credit. So he wants cash, but I'm a restaurant. I can't spend my cash on these foam boxes. I just don't have the cash yet. I'm a restaurant. It's COVID times. So as the restaurant owner, I could, using Melio, I could pay for my foam boxes and plastic forks with my credit card. The vendor gets notification, the money's on the way, right? The restaurant vendor, they see that they're getting an email, the ACH or the paper checks on the way. The vendor is happy to give me the phone boxes, plastic forks. Then I can sell food and my credit card bill comes in. Now I can pay my credit card bill. So I got to set terms when a restaurant would not give me terms. And I think that's probably the most important use case that the paying by a credit card really enables your, your clients get some freedom when they didn't have the freedom before. And there is a 2.9% fee to pay by credit card. Again, uh, we'll review. Yes, Melio is free. I know we talked about this before. Only fee for credit card payments. I don't want to beat that down to the ground. And just a quick review. It's free and easy to use payments and receivables, but it is business to business. Um, Melio.com slash accountants. Um, accountants at MelioPayments.com. Right? You can always email us there. And I'm going to Stop sharing, Dan, so we can go back to your slide deck and uh, jump into whatever's next on your deck and spend time on Q&A. All right. So, David, I've got a quick question. So when yeah. you're saying it's a 2.9% fee, does that are you talking about for us to use the bill pay, it's a 2.9% on that side? And if it was merchant processing, the customer... Uh, yeah, I'm saying that the right way. Customer is receiving it, the money um, through merchant processing. Are they also, whoever their processor is, are they getting dinged as well, or is it just a one? No, because we're gonna, on? we're gonna, it's, they, the person getting paid doesn't even care how you paid them, right? It goes to that Venmo. If I pay a bill through my credit card, you, my vendor, are gonna get a paper check or ECH. You have no idea I even paid through credit card. Okay. Right. And the, and the same is the other true on our accounts receivable side. If a customer pays me through credit card, I don't care. I just get the full amount deposited in my bank account, right? So, so the person paying is choosing to, pay by credit card and paying the fee. The person receiving the money is just receiving the money. Beautiful. Um, lots of questions here. So one yeah. I wanted to ask right away is people are asking if you're a QBOA, you know, QuickBooks Online Pro Advisor, um, do we get, do Pro Advisors get a Milio account or what type of, what do you do for accountants? Tell us about well, your accountants. Well, well, yeah, ultimately we're free, right? So all of you get a free account. <laughs> you all get a free account. Um, so what really what we're doing for accountants and bookkeepers is a, we have dedicated support. Like I had that slide before we have a dedicated support team. So you're getting that, that higher quality, faster response, um, wood here, you know, we're, we're still learning this journey. Hopefully it's fast enough. Um, so you have that, we have a dashboard for your accountants. So it's, it's, it's not QBOA, but it's a version of Melio that only accountants have access to. So you basically, you add your accounting firm and then you can add your clients. 
right? To, and so you have a dashboard. Um, but other than that, you know, hopefully I'll make some stickers soon for accountants, but we are free, right? So it's not, <laughs> you know, I, I can't do, uh, there's not a stickers. lot to, you know, to, I can't give it away freer to accountants than it already. <laughs> AppSumo has a great deal on sticker mule right now, just saying. So. <laughs> so, so David, MB had a question in here. You always talked about entering the bill and then the bill payment. Is there a way to pay using the expense form rather than a bill? So if you just go in and say, hey, I'm going to pay this expense that I have here. Can it, does it have to be a bill and a bill payment or can it just be an expense? It has to be a bill and a bill payment. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I think there's, uh, I think it's, it gets to be splitting hairs because when it's all said and done from an accounting standpoint, it's the exact same result. Right. But yeah. Um, well, but I think it's right because now, it's pulling from the API. I'm sorry to interrupt from an expense side, the expense already happened. So it can't cut a check to an expense that already happened, yeah. but a bill, you can make a payment to a bill. So through the API, they're different tables and that's probably the difference. Yeah. Cause we're just pulling in any bills that have not been paid but it's hard to know if an expense has been paid or not. But on our side, from a data entry perspective, like in theory, we could have the ability to, I mean, in a way you could just enter an expense in, but it doesn't make sense because we're set up to move the money, right? So it's, so it's not really, you really, I guess maybe the easier way to think about this, you really can't use Melio for um, write-up work, right? Cause, it, Cause it's all set up about scheduling the payments, right? And making payments. And, and you, you mentioned about, you know, when things are scheduled. So let's, let's talk a little bit about the, the actual timeline of the, of the money movement. Does it, does it leave the bank, leave the, when does it leave the business bank account? When does it show up in the. In so the you receivers? get to pick when it leaves your account, but you get to set that date. And the way to, the way, best way I explain it to people, it's three business days. So, but to put it in like in that, that mindset of payroll or whatever, right? If you want somebody to have the money in their bank account on Friday, you need to have it scheduled and out the door by 1130 Eastern on uh, Tuesday. Cause it's, it's three, you get that three business days. That's really now, cool. Cause now, that gives you a lot more power. Yeah. Now with that said, right. Um, we actually are just adding an additional partner bank. So we'll have a bank on the East coast, West coast, which might give us a little later deadline for on that Tuesday, which will be nice. Uh, plus checks will be being mailed from two different coasts, which slow, which if it's a paper check, the post office is already slow. Paper checks get lost. People get the paper checks. They tear them in half for some reason and they don't even cash them. So the, there's a lot of issues with paper checks being mailed out, but we are starting to offer next. There are some tests going on with uh, same day ACH. Um, there's a fee for that, but so with some tests with that, um, if you pay with your credit, if you connect your debit card, that eliminates a day off the side of the transaction because now you don't have to go through the ACH. Because really that's how it's one sense. bank, it's ACH, it's another bank, three days, right? But if you connect your debit card, you've just eliminated one half of that transaction, right? And then can and deposit faster. It makes sense. They're trying to avoid check fraud, right? Because otherwise all these apps, what would happen is you get some smart guy out there that would be like, oh, hey, I'm going to send out all these things and I'm going to close the account. So it makes sense. They got to be able to fund the account before they can send it out and, and that that's where the debit comes into play. So, and speaking of fraud uh, methods, did you mention that the very first payment you make out of Melio will probably take a little longer than the three days? And the reason why is we have a risk team and a fraud team because what's happening here is we're taking the money out of your client's bank account, and then we are the ones cutting a check with our routing numbers and mailing off the check. 
So we're, we're playing money middleman here. So the check, you, we're taking the money from your account, putting it in our account, and then we are cutting a check or doing an ACH from our bank account to the client or to so the Fed. Two questions that were asked, and I and you may have covered this, so I apologize, but one of them is, um, is the payment, does it appear that it's coming from Milio instead of coming from the company itself, number one, as it's going through? So both-ish. Ish again. Ish, right? So when they get like the paper check, right, it looks like it came from the company, but it's our bank account yeah. numbers at the bottom. And, but it also is framed up as like, hey, this is created with Melio, right? Or into a bill pay. Right? So, mm -hmm. but if it's ACH, it's identified as Melio, but then also the, the, customer, line. the client, right? And then the vendor it's too. Now with that said, just because it's like that, I have two different bank accounts connected to my Melio. I mean, to my QuickBooks. One comes through the bank feed. Perfect. The other one, they drop some things out of it, like who I paid it to. So, yeah. it, so even though the data is there and it's all in the funnel, I can't speak to the bank when they bring it back down in the bank feed. That's very true. They do choose on uh, things. And then you may have shown this in the display. So I apologize if I'm asking you to repeat yourself on something. Uh, for accountants, is there like a unified dashboard for us for multiple clients? Or like, what's the experience if we have many clients on uh, using Milio? Um, how does that feel? Yeah, so when you, um, it was a couple of slides ago, but when you get into Melio, you're going to be able to get, as an account, so first you sign up your firm. As soon as you sign up for firm, we know you're an accountant. We give you the accountant's dashboard. And there's just a button that says add client and you just add them. Boom, 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 boom. And you fill up your dashboard. And I don't want to knock on wood, but in theory, it's unlimited how many clients you can add. Sometimes early on, you know, we're in still fairly new app. You really, like nobody's put on 500 clients. So I can't say like, ah, hey, it's no problem. So, but basically it's a, it's a dashboard and you can click to go into a client and then click to navigate out. We also have a quick switcher at the top. So you can just nice. instantly move back and forth, but it's, it's very similar to using QuickBooks. You just change your client and work and then change to the other client then work. If you reach a challenge with too many clients, be sure to reach out to David because they are more than happy to talk to you and how they can make it that much better for you if yeah. you have that many clients with them. I mean, <laughs> that's my dream. I, I want us to get to the point where I have to start working on power features. Yeah, like an enterprise. Do, do you have like a sandbox? So if I want to present this to a client and I want to say, this is what it's going to look like and how we're going to do it. And it's very controlled. Do you have something like a test file that we could have? Or just no, we don't have anything to work through. Um, it is free. Mm -hmm. right, so you sign up and just create a fake company on there. Okay. You know, the tricky part is hooking it up to fake bank accounts, right? Yeah. So this is where like my demo, like this is all my real QuickBooks and my real Melio and my real payments, right? Yeah. It, it is a little bit difficult to demo that way. So what I recommend is either, you know, use it on your own firm, pay, pay, test it out, pay a couple pay bills, right? And the thing is, it is kind of low risk. You could still put the client on it. And then if, it turns out it's not the right fit. Mm -hmm. You just, you just dial it back. Right. Um, they don't have to use it. Um, one thing in general though, because it's so integrated with QuickBooks, it's almost like a race. You're almost better off adding all your clients to your dashboard in Melio before your client just clicks on Melio themselves. Yeah. <laughs> like beat sure. them to the punch, have everything connected and ready to go. Because the reality is even if you maybe haven't made a commitment to Melio, Mm -hmm. clients might start using it and not, you don't even know it. So if you get them all on the dashboard, you'll know if they're using it or not, because you'll see those numbers move on the dashboard. So you have to ask, add them to the dashboard 
first before they schedule their first payment or go somewhere else? Or? It, it, no, they can um, they can sign up for QuickBooks first, and or, or they could use Green Melio in QuickBooks first, and then you could add them to the dashboard after. And what basically what we do is, when you go to add them to the dashboard, we ask you to connect to QuickBooks, and then we look at that company ID to see if they already connected. Uh, oh, got. It's uh, who has access to scheduling a bill payment inside of inside of QuickBooks. Is there a concern there? Like, is it is anybody who's a company admin can do that, or does it have to be the master admin inside of QuickBooks? Anybody with admin rights can pay a bill inside of QuickBooks, which is a little bit mixed feelings on this, All right? Because um, I think accounts and bookkeepers want more controls. And that's one of the attractive things about using Purple Melio, right? You can put a boundary, you can put a spend limit, right? You can have yourself some protection. On the QuickBooks side, not as much. Now, ultimately, in my opinion, Intuit needs to add a granular vendor permission. Because right now it's either vendors or no vendors. And if you get vendors, you can pay bills. And it really needs to be pay bills, yes or no. And you, could, you should be able to turn on and off pay bills for everybody at your co company in QuickBooks because you can have people type in bills all day long. Paying mm -hmm. bills, you may want some control over. So ultimately, like if any Intuit employees are on this, good suggestion. Add click feedback. Pay bill permission. It's a really good suggestion, actually. Um, so a couple other questions. If a vendor, uh, if a vendor does not get a check, how does it get reissued or what happens? So after 45 days, we will. Well, first we email them, we email you, we email them, right? And then after 45 days, the money will just deposit it back into the original source account. And so now is this a situation like what somebody's asking, what's shown on the envelope on the paper check? So if it goes snail so mail. If, it, if you use Purple Melio, it has Purple Melio on it. If you pay from QuickBooks, it looks like an Intuit one. Wow. It comes with Intuit branding on it. Now, with that said, Intuit sends out a lot of mail. And so what happens is people think, people have torn these up, they think it's junk mail and they throw them away. Um, and it's a check. Uh, let's see here, other questions. A lot of great questions, trying to tag them together as best we can here. Yeah. Uh, we got that one already. Um, any idea, uh, computing like discounts, um, like vendor discounts, I, you're limited based off of what's in QuickBooks, right? So if you can't do, a discount on the bill. Yeah, so so you you basically will get your bill to the point where it's ready to be paid in QuickBooks, and then you you'd pay it right. right. Um, applying vendor credits, arguably, we don't handle that properly. Um, you have to apply the credit first, and I have an FAQ for this. You apply the credit first, then you pay the bill. Um, we probably need to handle that more smoothly. Yeah, really. That'd be yeah, because the bill payment area, you actually apply it there would be the difficulty. So um, that's a good point. Yeah, you kind of, you have to, like, so in QuickBooks, you apply the vendor credit and then you open the screen again and then you pay the bill. Yeah. I think the key I know you that's idea. We need to do that better, absolutely. Yeah. And I know you, you, you gave it an honorable mention and, and, and said it initially that you really weren't gonna talk too much about the AR side, but there are some questions about oh. that. But um, do you wanna talk to that or just- Yeah, we can refer, totally talk to Prefer that. So, them to- to schedule a demo with you and then. Yeah, we can talk to it quickly. So everybody who gets a Melio account can set up a Melio.me URL. So just like with PayPal or Venmo, right? You could have um, Venmo 
paypal.me or paypal.me slash Dan. And then I could go to that URL and pay you. So the same thing. I have a Melio.me. So it's Melio.me slash Sombrero Apps Company, right? So I have a URL I can send people to to pay me. And so what I do is every time I send an invoice from my QuickBooks, you know, you can send out the little email with your invoice, right? I turn off the QuickBooks merchant account service and I provide my link that says to pay me via ACH or credit card. Here's the link. They click the link. They go to a website. They can type in how much they want to pay me. If they pay by a credit card, I don't care. I get the full deposit amount in. So this is available to everybody who gets Melio. They can create a Melio.me URL. Now, the important part to remember about this is it's only business to business. So if you're an ice cream shop that people coming in every day, it's not merchant service. But if you're an ice cream shop and you cater a small business lunch, Yes, that small business can pay you through Melio.me. Or a lot of you have clients. If all your clients are small business clients, great. They can pay you through Melio.me. If you're doing personal taxes, those people can't pay you for their personal tax return. It's only business to business at this time. Gotcha. And, and they could even put a, you know, use that as a button to pay on and put it on their website. You know, like, we don't have a button yet ish. We just nope. started <laughs> early testing with a button and an app integration um, in the wine industry, actually. So we're ah, gotcha. hopefully one day. Yes. You'll just have a button. You can put everywhere. A schedule so, <laughs> so David, I have to tell you the thing I learned today is you like to talk a lot of ish. <laughs> it's, it's coming. It's coming, right? Like we're, we're getting there, you know? Love it. Um, so, I know it's it's a little bit after ten. If you have to drop off, that's uh, that's certainly fine. But uh, David and and uh, Linda and Matt, if you can hang out for a little bit, we can we can bust over through through these a few more of these questions. Totally fine. Um, okay. Uh, let's see. You can't connect the Melio to the QBO sample company. That would not. Dan, did you want to drop in that other poll question before we forget? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. So. Um, just uh, uh, you know, what what do you want? What do you need to know about um, about Melio? Uh, do you need to learn more? Uh, you already use it and love it, or it's not not a right fit at this time. So the Somebody did ask about the the desktop. Like, how do you integrate and pull it in? Is it the same way the CSV pulling in, or? Well, we have no integration at all to QuickBooks desktop. So you'd have to, to it would be just kind of like going to the bank website. It's just, you get all the other benefits like approvals and it goes on the dashboard and all the other in things. The but essentially you have to type it in. Yep. You have to type it in to purple mode. So a native integration is when you've got an application that's actually talking through APIs and you, yep. you actually have that direct relationship back and forth. Uh, when an app does not have a native integration with different accounting platforms, there are still ways to get the data in, but it usually requires additional steps such as going to a financial institution site, maybe using a third-party app to pull things in. But So you can still use this regardless of the accounting platform, but the benefits of using it with QuickBooks Online is that native integration. So you have, it cuts down the steps of work that have to be done to, you know, again, time-saving. And we probably will eventually integrate with QuickBooks Desktop or other accounting software packages. It's just, you know, we have to prioritize. And right now, my goal is to make the QuickBooks Online integration world-class. Then I'll yeah. start working on the other ones. Because really, like, like there's a, as we just spoke here, right, the vendor credits maybe aren't handled as well as we want them to. And some other things you brought up, Linda, right? Like, so 
I'd rather double down and make the QuickBooks online one amazing. And then we'll start working on the other accounting systems because I, I don't want like an okay integration with a bunch. I'd rather have make an amazing one than make another amazing one. Because once you build it and it's amazing, you don't have to build it again. It's done. Right? I think that's great. I mean, all too often you see applications that try to stretch themselves thin, trying to do more than they do really everything. should. Yeah. I would rather have applications that focus on doing something great and say, we're going to work on this next and expand out once they've already reached great with what they can do there and then expand it. So I think that's great. You've got the right perspective on it. And anything integrated with in you know, they, they just make. <laughs> yeah. Anything integrated they in just make chicken tenders. <laughs> makes it so easy because then you just click. And if you can have that ability to do that, because a lot of times the client will have to go back and we create the bill payments. They got to go back into the bank and then initiate them or somebody in the office does. There's so many steps, so many chances for things to not be right. They might pay the wrong amount or something. It's like, that's not what I told you. I gave you a report. You typed the wrong number. This is like click gone. It's done. You know, it's just easier. So if it's embedded inside anything like that, you don't have to leave the app. It is definitely time saving. Absolutely. Does uh, does Melio Purple transfer the 1099 requirement, like similar to, to PayPal? So... You can pay 1099 vendors, but the we're putting the bill payment back into QuickBooks. So if you're if you're connected to QuickBooks, in a way, QuickBooks becomes your source of truth for 1099s. Mm -hmm. Now, if you don't use any accounting system at all and you're only using Melio, which sometimes that happens, right? Small business owners don't even get an accounting system. They don't even have an account or bookkeeper. And maybe they could use Melio for a year and at the end of the year, we do offer like a 1099 CSV export essentially out. But really for, I think for the sake of this conversation and everybody here is using an accounting system, usually with their clients and that's your source of truth for your 1099, you know, reports. Yeah, exactly. Cause I mean, ultimately, cause you pay a bill, it's going to be when, as long as that vendor is set up with a track for 1099, you'll be able to pull up those reports very easily. So like you just said, you're, you're just cutting the check out to people at that point, the tracking unit's going to be in the accounting platform. So that's a good point. But if you scheduled uh, this uh, side deeper deeper question, but if you schedule it with a credit card, does that then go as an excluded payment because you paid it with a credit so card? So that credit card <laughs> is going to be a charge um, from Melio on your credit card. Because uh -huh. the vendor's getting a paper check still, right? Like, gotcha. You're doing the paper check, so it's not you're, the charge is never going to show up as a charge to that vendor. Right, because you're. We'll have to see how that flushes out at the end of the year. Because <laughs> the, the, there's a reality piece, and then there's what's what's recorded. In yeah, because you're not you're not directly paying the vendor with your credit card. Yeah, right. in it, in a weird way, it's almost like a cash advance in your credit card, but it's not handled that way at all. Because like, you, like that would be a whole different fee structure and a big mess of other stuff discussion to go into, but that's kind of what it's like, right? It's like right. Melio is taking money from your credit card. Then Melio is cutting a check to the vendor, right? From the, so it's really the same. It's the same thing in the end, right? It's just a, it. the money movement. David, when yeah. we were talking before, one of the things I was really impressed about is the fact that, you know, by when they brought you on, it's really been, you've been helping them to understand the need and the connection to accountants. So you're helping to bring that accountant's voice in so that you can really, when, you, when you've got a, 
an application, there's always thousands of suggestions. It's trying to, to weed through them to find out the most important ones to get the best value to accountants and their clients. And you're really focused on trying to help do that, right? Is to make sure it's the best connections, like you're saying. Yeah. Like I think my job title works two ways. One way I'm supposed to be standing on top of mountains with a megaphone saying how great Melio is to accountants and bookkeepers, right? But the reality is it's much better use of my time to get everybody inside of Melio, engineers, product managers, the founders, marketing people, everybody to really understand accountants and build the right solution. Then I have no work to do. Like I just, <laughs> I just come on and be like, it's done. Here you go, accountants, bookkeepers, enjoy. Right. And so it's, so it is a, it's a double hat, right? I do both jobs, but arguably the internal one is almost more important because if, if I can't get everybody to love accountants, the way I love accountants and bookkeepers, we'll never build the product that accountants and bookkeepers love. Right. Exactly. So I'm going to, um, I'm going to forward you, uh, some of these, uh, all these questions that people okay. ask David, so you can, uh, parse it out to the accountant team there and they can reach out. Uh, and make sure that their, their, their specific questions are answered for anything that we may not have covered the uh, live on the, on the, the webinar. Questions. I see. <laughs> exactly. Uh, David, thank you for joining us today. Um, it was really great to, to, to just talk to you about this, um, you know, meeting you in person, which was helps a little with the zoom fatigue that we have yeah. <laughs> this season. Um, and Matt and Linda, thank you again for, for filling in and uh, it was great to see uh, Michelle. Uh, any, any closing thoughts, uh, David? Just thanks for having me. Um, and again, you can just reach out very easily, just accountants at meliopayments.com if you need to email us at all. All right. And I did put a link to uh, David's uh, uh, demo slides in, in, the, in the chat. Uh, so you can certainly go out uh, to the QB Power Hour website and grab those, uh, grab those slides for yourself. Uh, Matt and Linda, any, any parting thoughts? I just can't wait to try it. Um, I've got a few clients. I mean, attorneys, their bills are just sing usually small. They're not like all too small like that. So if you can get them to do it, it would be a nice little add-on for value for me to offer to the client. So yeah, it's pretty cool. Just wanted to say it's been an honor to be able to be here on QB Power Hour again. We really, really appreciate it. And we're super, super happy to see Michelle is, yeah. is feeling better. Family's feeling better. David, great to see and connect yeah. with you. And, you know, thank this you guys. Fun. Thank you so much. Fun. Yeah. Next, uh, coming up on the, on the Power Hour in a couple of weeks, we'll have uh, marketing strategies for accountants. So uh, if uh, we'll be having a guest come on and we'll talk about uh, some of the things that telling your story uh, as as an accountant, uh, and how how that how you might be able to help your practice. Uh, so we'll see you next time on the the QB Power Hour. Thanks again for joining us, and uh, hope you have a great day. We hope you enjoyed listening to the QB Power Hour podcast. If you have any questions, feel free to ask them in our Facebook group. You can find those resources and much more at qbpowerhour.com.